0: Welcome back. We're doing the eighth chapter of Ilchot Aim. and this chapter is going to deal with the Aris as opposed to the Kerem. The Aris is going to have this is going to have laws that are similar to the Kerem, although it's different than a Kerem. In particular, a Kerem to be a Kerem needs to have two rows, two straight rows of uh, of vines, of grapevines. The the Aris can have simply one row of five vines, as we are going to see in the first halacha. Uh, The aris is something that's called in viticulture. Viticulture is is what we are dealing with here, it's the growing of uh, of grape vines. In viticulture this is called a canopy, and until today it's used as a very important method of raising the grapes from the ground on top of some structure in order to expose them better to sunlight, in order to uh, help them prevent disease, um, to to for, for harvesting for a lot of purposes for it has many functionalities, and it's something that's used until today. When a vine grows naturally, and then its um, its components, its branches and its fruits are like, extend over the ground. They are not. They, they hang over the ground. They, that's what's called kerem and what we were talking about in prior chapters. However, whoever builds a structure akin to a bed or some sort of a canopy above the ground in order for the branches and the fruits to hang onto it. And then he, he raises the whole top part of the vine so that uh, it, it finds support in this structure. That's what's called aris. And that's what's called aris. And the structure itself, whether or not it has a vine climbing through it, whether or not it's supporting through that particular part a vine, it's called Apefiarot. So Apefiarot or Apefiarot is the actual beams, the the, the actual components of this canopy. And the Aris has some particular laws. Planting a row, one row of five vines, five grapevines, one after the other. In a shura, in a line. And then taking those grapevines and supporting them on a wall or something like that that has a height of 10 tefahim, that's called the aris. Likewise, if instead of doing this, one makes a ditch in the ground and then supports the um, the branches of the of the vine with the with the edges of this stitch, same idea, if this has the depth of ten tefakhim, that's what's called, this is called aris, and just like with a kerem one must keep a distance of four amot from the aris in order to plant something else, just like one does with respect to a kerem Min Alav. And where do we measure from? We don't measure only from the trunk of the vines themselves, from the stem of the of the grapevine, but rather we have to measure for a mot from that wall or that structure that creates the Aris. gimel Kesad. For example, if from this line of Gefanim there was one Amma until the aris, until the wall that's supporting its branches. So one must keep a separation of four amot on each side of this structure. So from the if you just just look at if you just look at the fence that serves as the aris, to one side, the side that goes away from the stems, from the trunks of the vines you're going to have four amot, and to the other side you're going to have five amot because you have to keep four amot from the one of, uh, f- from, from from the trunks of the actual vines and that's what you do with every aris, you count both from the trunk and from the aris itself. We don't care about the order of when the aris is built, whether the person first planted the vineyards and then built the wall on which to support its branches, creating the aris, or vice versa, first the wall and then plant the vineyard. The moment that he makes sure that these branches are supported by the aris, by this canopy, this is aris. However, also, it's the, the conversely, if the supporting mechanism, if the canopy collapses somehow, and it's no longer serving as support for the vines, then the vines go back to being vines, and then they can be either they can be either a a, a kerem if they have two rows near each other and far between four and eight amot from one another, and uh, and they have three gefanim on each of them, or they can be single vines. From which, as a reminder, you only need to separate six Fahim. Halakachit For Halachot He and Vav, I need to add a fact here that took me a little while to, to understand. But once you add this fact, the Halakot become clear. So the situation here is that you have a Aris, some you have two Arisim, you have two rows of, of vines both of which have their support system. And that support system, that wall, seems to be between these two rows. And around these two rows, you further have a fence. So the Gader that we are referring to in this Halakha, Halakha He, Halakha Vav, is not the Gader that's serving as Aris, but it's the Gader that's enclosing this Aris, okay? So, Aris Shechara saw this Aris now, the middle part of it, became destroyed the wall that was actually serving as aris. And then inside this fenced area, you're left with five vines on one side, five vines on the other side. This is what's called pizkei aris. So long as you have between these two rows, of what until now was Aris, but now it's just vines. So long as you have eight Amot and one out of 60 of an Amma, in other words, something that's really, really small, then all you need is six Ephahim from each side because this there is nothing combining between these two rows, and therefore the, uh, the, they are seen as individual vines. <laughs> However, Halach reminds us from chapter Vav Halachayot Bet that one may not plant directly under the, the, the structure of the canopy, whether or not there is an actual vine on top of that area of the ground. Halachavav, Haya <laughs> benehem shemoni amot besimsum harizel lo veim zara. If there was exactly eight amot, then one may not bring, one may not plant in the middle because there isn't eight amot and one out of 60. However, so long as there actually is a minimum of sixty Fahim, there is no hit gader However, and that, that's where, where this kader is confusing because you think this kader is referring to a kader that serves as the aris, but no This kader is a fence around the aris. If there is no kader That surrounds the aris, then You keep away from the vines only Then uh, you only need six fahim from each of the lines because this is not aris and not the piscaris hazar hagader, hazar aris hazar if this fence is then built once again the, the the fence then we have again a problem of the aris and you also have a problem of the the piscaris A small garden that is by fence, surrounded by fences on all sides, and on those fences, and those fences are serving as a canopy for vines outside them. So, you understand the issue here. One might think, if you look at it from afar, that this looks like aris, and in the center of this aris you're planting something else, shouldn't be allowed. But it all depends on how far the vines are from the fence, and the plants are from the fence. So you need to have melobos serve salomikan or melobos serve salomikan Around the vines themselves, each of the vines, you need to have enough space for a person to be able to uh, to, to, to collect the grapes while that person is holding its, his basket. So a person takes about one amma, the basket about one amma, and the idea is that there is enough space Without having to go into the garden, there is still enough space to collect the grapes. So that's enough for people to realize that the area of the grapevines is not the same area that's inside the fence. So if you have that area, you may plant other Yirakot. If not, then it looks like Arisat has plants inside, and that's forbidden. Halakhahet. Uh, just like we have in prior chapters, now we have a situation of two levels. So you have level A, the lower level, and the upper level. And the grapevine is planted on the top level, on the, on the higher level. And on this grapevine, or by this grapevine, you create a canopy that's actually hovering all over the lower level. And what's special about the aris is that we stop caring about height here, right? Because the aris, the whole point of it is to bring the grapevine above the ground, from the ground, and everything under the aris should be forbidden. So we shouldn't care just conceptually whether there is uh, 10 tefahim from the aris to the ground or 20 tefahim. It's all the same. And therefore the fact that the lower level and the higher level create a spread of 10 tefahim should not be relevant for whether you can plant or not. So the top one again has the grapevine with the aris. The lower one has some other kind of plant. So actually Hachamim gave us a discount here. And they said, although normally we don't care about height with the aris, here as a perceptual matter there could be a situation in which the height is relevant and that is if the person that stands on the lower level cannot reach the fruits of the higher level if someone standing on the lower level can reach and harvest the entire fruit of the tree of the grapevine that's on the canopy on the higher level, then the entire area over which the ca- canopy is hovering becomes as though there was a vine planted right there, and you have to keep a distance of four amot from that entire area. The im and that entire area is like aris. However, if in order to reach those fruits, you need a ladder or you need some kind of stairs, steps. Then the only place that becomes forbidden to plant is directly under the aris, but you don't need for a mot in the, low, on, in the lower level away from the area that's being shadowed by the aris. <laughs> You have now, uh, the setup is, you have two corners, it's like an L-shape, and then the gefanim are coming diagonally in between them, in a row between them. And the supporting, the supporting structure, the canopy is also coming from the middle of that corner and it then ends then one must uh, separate, keep a distance of uh, from, from these vines, from the actual grape vines enough as the shi'ur, and the shi'ur will be depending if it created the aris or created the kerem or it's just a vine, either six or four amot But then, one may plant anywhere that the aris doesn't reach. So the chidush in this halacha is that although I still am in the area that's created by that L of those two walls, this doesn't foreclose me from planting inside the whole area. All that I care about is to keep enough of a distance. If, however, this wasn't an L, but this was an actual rectangle, something that completely encloses the, the, this area of the aris then we are back to another problem of uh, treating it like a keren we stopped talking about the aris, now we are going to talk about a weird way that this kefen grows and I'm just guessing that perhaps the reason this halacha is brought here well, one reason is because we are finishing up and these are all the that don't relate to the things that we were talking about before. But another reason could be that by trying to create you might be causing the tree to become this way. So this is a tree that grows in an N shape. It grows up, then it goes to the side, then it comes down, touches the ground, and then it grows up vertically again a tree whose trunk started coming up vertically from the ground. Then he went it went down the trunk, went down again, touched the ground, and then went up again uh, and, and, uh, and uh, vertically. This is called Arkuba. <laughs> So when we are trying to figure out the sixth tefahim or four amot from the trunk of the tree, one should not look at the trunk's area that connects to the root, the, the, one of the edges of the end, but rather the edge that then springs up and creates the tree. That's the one that we care about. That's what's going to be called the base of the tree for measuring in any of these anachot. We already explained that despite there being a distance between the vine and the other plant, I still need to also make sure that... There is no shadowing that the geffen is not creating a shadow over the plant or the plant over the geffen. and we also said that this is going to cause cause it can Now what happens if let's say I planted um, let's use wheat, I planted the wheat for a mot from my kerem, or let's say six tefahim from my vine the vine grew on top of it, and after the wheat had grown, the vine's leaves, the, vri- the vine's branches started hovering over that tevoah directly over it. So that's going to cause it katshut. But the hit katshut, and that's what we are learning in Halakha Yud Aleph, is something that starts the moment that that shadow, that shade, started. In other words, anything that grew from before this happened, is not Mekudash. Everything that grows after is Mitkadash. Uh, now, a uh, separate point, the roots themselves, let's say that the root grew into the area. So I had again my vine, six sephakim and then my wheat field, and then my vine started growing its roots into this sixth Fahim. I must uproot. Either of the two, I must uproot to keep, to maintain, to respect that sixth tefahim distance. However, if the other way happened, if the tevua is the one that grew roots, which went encroaching into the sixth tefahim, I don't need to keep this distance. And the reason is because... And this is not. I'm not making a metaphysical statement here. That's not the way it works. But just to picture it, to understand it intuitively, just imagine that the shoot flows from the kerem first, reaches the tevuah, and then comes back and is mekadesh the kerem. It doesn't flow from the tevuah to the kerem. In other words, it's not that the tevuah is mekadesh the kerem. So if the tevuah invades the kerem that's not an issue, is a Kerem that is and if it does so in the process, the Kerem itself becomes as well. All the distances we mentioned in L'chot Aim have to be done with an Amma that has six Tefachim, six palms uh, six uh, hand breadths of the generous kind in other words there is two ways of doing that because you're going to put your your hand on top of a surface to measure it one is trying to squeeze your fingers together so that they touch and the the, the, the distance that they cover is smaller uh, that's and the other one is when it's looser which creates a sort of larger tefah so you need the larger tefahim here one amma equals six of these. And one may not, when measuring all of these things, really try to squeeze his fingers together to, to make them smaller because all of these midot are lahmir. All the distances were required between the kerem and the and the vineyards and the, and the vine and the plants is only in Eretz Israel And in Syria, Syria is half, it has half the status of Eretz Israel. Uh, David HaMelech conquered it and therefore it was, it had a certain Kedushab for certain things, but not for everything. Bear in mind that some people say that some areas of Syria are actually Eretz Israel, like for example um, Damascus all the area of Ramat HaGolan on both sides So in Chutz La'ares one need not keep these distances and it's permitted to plant a vineyard next to Tevu'ah right away, no problem the only thing that's forbidden in Chus is to actually actively plant the seeds together. But even that is forbidden to do through a minor who is not Jewish. However, uh, you may not use... A, a, an adult Gentile, an adult non-Jew, because Hahamim were concerned if you start giving instructions to adults whether they are Gentile or Jewish, you're going to end up giving those instructions to a Jew and that's forbidden. However, Hachamim did forbid, although they didn't forbid planting one thing next to the other, and if that thing is planted, there is no hit shut. Although there is no hit shut, and one did not burn the produce, one may not eat that product. One may not eat in chutz so if in New York, I plant a vine, and within a few inches from it, I plant wheat, I cannot eat either the vine or the wheat, but this is only if I know for a fact that that's what happened. There is no presumption, there is no isur to, to eat something when I don't know where it came from. is always permissible, as it was explained in Yod Aleph, Halakha Yod Bet. So long as I don't see for a fact. If I go to any supermarket in Chutz and I buy grapes or I buy anything else and I don't know if it was planted nearby uh, the, the the other devoir or not. That's totally fine. This effect is mutar baruch Adonai alam. Amen amen